0: Actually enough, this week we have Luke on talking about the notorious peacock mantis shrimp. Put on your boxing gloves, folks. It's going to be a whirlwind. Welcome, Luke.
1: What's up, Sam? Thanks for having me.
0: Anytime. I hear that you are ready to talk ad nauseum about our friend the peacock mantis shrimp. What is it? Who is he?
1: I'm always ready to talk about the peacock mantis shrimp once they had someone back out of a speech and they're like, if only we had someone who could come in and speak about something, and obviously I came in and spoke about the peacock mantis shrimp. So let's get right into it. So who all is familiar with uh, my, my little rant here, the peacock mantis shrimp? I know Sam's heard some of it.
2: I've never heard I've of him. Neither heard. have
3: I. Yep.
1: Phenomenal. A fresh audience. This... This is the best of days. All right. To begin, the peacock mantis shrimp. How I first got turned on to this. You're turning on my shrimp. Oh, that's so rude.
2: I'm sorry. You're not. That was a bad joke. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) No, no, that that was fair. So, how I first got clued in to the peacock mantis shrimp was actually from the oatmeal the comic series by matthew inman he did an infographic on the peacock mantis shrimp and ever since then it's all gone downhill or uphill really depending on how you look at it because then i started watching videos there's a great one by z frank looking into other research and just finding out about this creature in fact the Museum of Science had an exhibit on exotic creatures and I was able to see the peacock mantis shrimp in person and it and was phenomenal. Oh,
2: it's glory. <laughs> was he nice?
1: Oh no, not not at all. Oh. That's that's oh, one yeah. of the, the beautiful things about the peacock mantis shrimp. <laughs> it's
0: right. pretty, but it is vicious. <laughs>
1: Let's let's paint a visual here. So I obviously recommend actually looking up a picture of the peacock mantis shrimp, but let's see if I can paint a paint a visual for you. I'm the gonna peacock... look it up
4: as you as you paint this visual.
1: For oh real. yeah, we'll we'll kind of temp check see how close we are in here. So the peacock mantis shrimp is neither a peacock nor a mantis nor a shrimp. Its whole identity is really a lie. It's called peacock because of all the various colors that make up this creature. So picture, essentially, something that looks kind of like a shrimp, like a mini lobster, essentially. They've still got that carapace, that tail on the end, and all the little legs and all the doodads. But then they've got these fun mantis kind of like arms in front. We get the mantis aspect from they have the same kind of arms, those segmented arms that go out with little scythey things, scoop stuff up. The shrimp aspect, because of their shrimpular nature. And these guys are... (laughs) its very scientific. (laughs) Yeah, that's the actual scientific. That's
2: That's what they wrote in my yearbook, too. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But these guys, they basically look like a paint factory exploded on them. You've got greens, blues, reds, yellows, oranges. It's a whole myriad of colors that's all coming together. So you get peacock from the colors, mantis for their arms, and shrimp because of their spectacular nature In oh, fact, yeah. I don't go as far to say
4: Not bad, not bad I'm definitely seeing a lot of colors I definitely see the relation Between the small Like lobster type body With the tail And the little eyes and little Arm things are definitely Mantis like, so What's so cool about this thing?
1: Oh, oh what's so cool About it? We, wow <laughs> again <laughs> why don't why don't we start at the top so you mentioned their eyes they have some wild eyes they, they have two oh. eye stalks each <laughs> with its little bulb on top and those eyes are each split into three segments so humans we have binocular vision two eyes two fields of view done the mantis shrimp because they have two eyes with three sets of vision have dirty dirty eyes because it's they have sexnocular vision.
2: Ooh, baby.
1: (laughs) Can't take full credit for that. I did kind of adapt that from Z Frank. Again, that video on the Peacock mantis Shrimp, it's both informative and entertaining. But in any case, some wild stuff about these eyes. Dogs, two color cone receptors. They can see red, uh, excuse me, blue and green, and all the colors that you can formulate through there. Humans, we have three. Red, green, and blue. And again, any of those derivatives, orange, yellow, all that fun stuff. Butterflies get a little wild with five color receptor cones. So they've two cones that we don't even really know what they're seeing. How many do you think the peacock mantis shrimp has? How many color receptor cones we throwing out at this guy?
4: Too many. A hundred. I don't know, 200?
1: Those are wild. Uh, (laughs) Twelve. (laughs)
4: <laughs> well this creature is pretty wild sounding so you never know
0: luke it's, you you hyped it up so much
1: <laughs> I, I didn't think i hyped it up to like the the 200 level
0: it's over 9,000.
1: <laughs> I it's immediately where my mind went but in any case so there are some that theorize that with their color receptor cones again those 12 color receptor cones that they can see an unimaginable spectrum of color that we again can't process but that's where the tricky bit is because with how big their brains are which is to say not at all it seems impossible that they would be able to process even that amount of information so they not maybe a hundred percent understood as to what exactly these little buggers are seeing with their nine full division and twelve color receptor cones
2: what a waste of talent that's like I was five six and fifth grade and I refused to play basketball it's just like You were built for it. You're supposed to see all those colors, little
3: shrimp.
1: To be fair, though, the eyes, least impressive part about this little guy. It only gets weirder from here. Now, peacock mantis shrimp, one could fit in the palm of my hand. They're not that big. Except, these little guys don't usually get kept in aquariums. And if they do... They get kept by themselves because they need to be kept in special containers without anything else, or they will either A, potentially break out, or B, murder anything that occupies the same space as them. So
4: it sounds like a beta fish in that respect. Like, okay, you got to keep this little fish by itself, or it will eat the other fish, to be honest.
1: Beta fish wish it had shit on the peacock mantis shrimp. (laughs) All right, the peacock mantis shrimp. This is where it starts getting real interesting. So it really kind of breaks down into two different varieties of shrimp. You got your spears and your punchers. So the spears, they have these those mantis arms that go out, scoop in their prey, stab them. It's amazing stuff, except who cares about them because the peacock mantis shrimp that punches things to death is where it's at. So. This little guy, those mantis arms, essentially at the base of it, instead of having that scythe like you'd see on an actual praying mantis, it has this little sphere. Essentially picture that your person holding a bowling ball and they just go out and lash out with those and punch their prey to death. If that weren't impressive enough, these little bastards are hitting with 1200 newtons of force. To put that in comparison, that's a 22 caliber bullet. (laughs)
0: they should employ
2: them for the police departments uh. because, except they they shouldn't because no more guns by okay
0: (laughs) i'm sitting here thinking that they have like little animal crossing people type hands that are just like little balls on the end of their arms anyway gotta go
1: i I can't get that visual out of like a peacock mantis shrimp Animal Crossing character now, and honestly, it kind of terrifies me.
0: We, should, I, I'm, I personally am going to be writing a letter to Nintendo right after this recording. So,
2: Please a stay. very pointed letter. <laughs>
0: very. I am at words.
1: So, it's actually kind of funny that you mentioned the the police force as well as you know the adapting technology and such like that because the peacock mantis shrimp that punching arm of it is actually being studied by scientists as a way to develop futuristic body armor the that's kind of sick i know it is the this just the little guy keeps getting more amazing with each passing moment essentially what it is is with how the front of their punching arm works if it was too hard it would become brittle and potentially break but if it was too soft then it wouldn't have the Ability that it would need to attack and stun its foes. So what they actually evolved to develop essentially is a crystalline structure that kind of forms in a helix on the the top of or the outside of their punching arm with a softer surface beneath it. So that way it has the hardness that it would need to break things but the softness so that way it doesn't become brittle and break themselves so they can go around punching all day long. And when they punch, with that 1200 Newtons of force, they punch also so quickly, it's 50 times faster than the human eye can blink. And it also creates heat, light, and sound in a process called supercavitation. Essentially, they move their little bowling ball hands so quickly that they create a bubble under the ocean that nothing occupies and then it collapses in on itself this is very actually similar to the pistol shrimp which will shoot its prey
2: (laughs) it sounds like this shrimp is god like it just creates all matters of energy and force all on its stupid shrimpy body
0: i (laughs)
1: well because it can clearly see into the fifth dimension with those eyes i I really don't know Who, who knows what it's up to
0: it's literally like the Wild West down there.
1: It really is. It's wild. Like I said, <laughs> the, they don't put them in in like aquariums often because they can't be with anything else because they'd end up punching it to death and you know, eating it because they're pretty indiscriminate in that regard. And they also need to have special glass on the tanks because of the same potential dangers of them breaking <laughs> through the glass.
0: Jailbreak.
1: <laughs> Let me out of here.
2: I have an actual question. So you know how they say if a shark attacks you, you should punch it in the nose and it'll go away. Does that apply for these shrimp? Like, do they just walk around punching sharks to get out of their way?
1: I kind of feel like if a shark would actually notice a peacock mantis shrimp, which again is is smaller than a lobster, that the peacock mantis shrimp would uh, give it what for, except it would be more of Jonah and the whale sort of scenario because you figure this tiny little guy, he's just a swallow. No one's going to like spend time chewing that up. So this peacock mantis shrimp, he's going to be inside that shark's belly, and he's going to know what's up. So he's going to punch himself from the inside out. That's what I think would happen in this yeah. scenario.
2: It's like that three-headed dragon in Hercules cuts his you
1: know, way out. Hydra?
2: yep mm-hmm, yep
1: <laughs> cool 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 dragons no, hydras yeah. same thing
2: no just that if if okay so if the-, <laughs> the shrimp were to be eaten by a shark and then they just have all that ability to punch their way out it would be like hercules being in the hydra and having two slices way out with his sword
1: Yeah, that's how I see that going down. I'm going to disregard reality and physics in this particular case because I have that option and choose to do so and Mm -hmm. say that, yes, 100%. Now, to get uh, throw a little more science at this, too, because I honestly love saying this term, the peacock mantis shrimp, how they do all this, it's really also fascinating because they essentially have a biologically adapted mechanism that we use that we've created entirely unrelated but still it's amazing that the creature is able to do something naturally that we have to actually go and invent something for so if you have a, a clamp or a ratchet when you start slowly ratcheting it more ratcheting it more and then it keeps storing up that energy and then when you flip the lever it releases all the energy all at once the peacock mantis shrimp has the innate ability to do that. And that's actually how they punch with such force. Essentially, when they bring their arm back, they're ratcheting it, ratcheting it, ratcheting it, and going out and punching. And how they do this is through a piece of their arm that's called a hyperbolic paraboloid. Or at least that's the shape of it.
2: That sounds like something from space. I don't trust that.
1: I mean, you shouldn't trust anything about these little guys. Who knows what they're (laughs) thinking? And it's just really fun to say hyperbolic paraboloid.
0: It's only fun if you know how to say it. Yeah,
2: that sounds like a tongue twister for me, personally.
1: Sam, how do you say it? Uh,
0: How do you say it?
1: (laughs) Hyperbolic paraboloid?
0: Hyperbolic paraboloid. Hyperbolic... Paraboloid.
1: Yay, hundred
0: percent. I think I said something last time Luke and I were talking about this that sounded more like hyperbolic trapezoid or something like that. I feel successful. <laughs> Mission accomplished.
1: It's a vast improvement. I I appreciate that. Now the uh, the hyperbolic paraboloid. The fun thing about that too is everyone here I'm sure actually knows what that shape is without realizing it. Because uh, it's the shape of a Pringle. A Pringle is a hyperbolic paraboloid.
2: Oh, I know that shape very well.
4: Yes, yes, well, me too. Really.
1: Oh yeah, I know that shape in original, sour cream, salt and vinegar. <laughs> anyway, essentially that's uh, that's what they go ahead and do. They are beautiful little undersea terrors that go around punching the bejesus out of things while looking super fly while doing it and also like defying the laws of physics and creating heat light and sound under the waves and in fact i'm fairly certain that i read that if they were like in equivocal size to be able to throw a baseball with the force that they generate they'd throw it into outer space
4: Damn! And just to say, I've also been like secretly watching videos of the world's fastest punch in slow motion, which is this shrimp, of course, and it is pretty impressive. So I got to give you that.
1: Oh yeah. So that's uh that's what I got about the peacock mantis shrimp. What uh what other things are we dying to know about it, or what other questions and hypotheticals do we have?
2: I feel like it looks like. The caterpillar from a bug's life. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Somehow, I, I feel it. like that caterpillar is much softer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't
2: know, you man. Know, you can't, you can't know, underestimate Heimlich. He could be tough. I you know. it. I,
1: I see where you're going from. Yeah. Get what you mean. If you just kind of like send him, send Heimlich to the gym, and yeah, he'd be on it.
0: You guys caught his uh, his plan all along. He's just trying to be this unassuming caterpillar-looking guy, and you guys found him out.
2: I really hate shrimp. They have too many legs. I know I've said this to Tosh and Sam, but, he like, has- too many legs, you can't trust them. This guy's probably really fast and could probably steal things. I don't know. He's got enough legs to hold stuff and to run and I don't like shrimp. They're the insects of the sea, and anything with an exoskeleton is disgusting.
1: Okay, first off, (laughs) this is not a shrimp, thank you very much. This is a stomatopod.
2: I don't even know. That's too many vowels. I don't trust that either.
1: Well, you see, a stomatopod, I'm so glad you asked, is a marine crustacean (laughs) identified by having its gills on its abdominal appendages. Obviously.
2: Oh, well... Clearly not a fish album, though. so he's a fish
1: not nah, man he's a stomatopod what
2: okay can you name other stomatopods
1: <laughs> uh, sure I can stomatopod
4: <laughs> for real though I don't trust shrimp either and I, I hate to say it but I don't trust people who enjoy eating shrimp
3: either. Um, Wow, wow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know how to feel about this anymore.
3: I love to eat them.
1: Shrimp's delicious.
2: How, How do you guys like eating it? Because I personally, so when I was a kid, I had shrimp cocktail and because it was doused in tomato sauce, I liked it. And then I got older and realized what shrimp look like when they're not peeled and I wanted to die and they're disgusting. So how do you guys like eating shrimp? Like what preparation method is your preferred way to eat the bugs?
3: (laughs) I like shrimp cocktail. I like it like in a pan with some butter and garlic and like in pasta. But I... Am repulsed by the sight of a live shrimp.
4: I mean, I guess that's. I don't know. I don't know if that's fair. I was gonna say that's fair, but I really don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't care what it looks like; just care what it cooks like.
2: <laughs> that's an yeah. adaptation of the quote from the chunky guy in Mulan.
1: Chen Po. Oh yeah. Was that, that his name? I'm pretty sure,
2: yeah, that sounds right. he was adorable
1: he was the best part of that I mean he he clearly had his priorities straight, he knew it was
0: out. can I just tell you guys real quick what my favorite shrimp joke is?
4: yes, obviously,
0: <laughs> are you telling me a shrimp fried this rice, oh my <laughs>
4: God, Sam, how many times
0: have I said that to you <laughs> <laughs> It's my
4: favorite. I love
0: it. What is that from? I don't know. Todd it to be once. It's from
4: one time. It's literally from the meme universe. It's just about you know talking about shrimp fried rice, and then there's always one person who's like, aka that little cat who's with the white face who just sits behind the dish and just <laughs> you telling me a shrimp fried this rice. <laughs> Could you
2: imagine a shrimp trying to operate a walk? I can't.
1: It's got a lot of arms. To, uh, that's that's true. true. But I'm also gonna have to throw in another oceanic pun here. We've we've gone down the. Do it, do it. What's a sea what's version of a rabbit hole? Uh,
4: the deep blue hole, right?
1: Oh no! no I think that's, that's a my
2: fail. nickname. Uh, come on. <laughs> what the hell's? <laughs> what? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: We've gone to a dark, dark place. Anyway. <laughs> Alright. What's the difference between a well endowed lobster and a dirty bus stop?
2: Oh god. Uh I don't
0: know. A well endowed lobster and a dirty bus stop
1: one's a crusty bus station the other one's a busty crust station oh my
3: god <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh boy <laughs> Wait,
2: i'm still cliffhanging what the hell was the answer to your first joke about the deep blue sea
0: what
1: no that was no he
0: was asking for <laughs> like a that was
1: just a hypothetical
0: yeah oh well, anyway, this
3: will be really fun to listen back to.
0: (laughs) Can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. Oh my god. Uh, Yeah, precisely my thoughts. Cool. I feel like what's what do we do (laughs) now?
1: Did you know that moray eels have two mouths? Why, moray you
2: eels? Know,
0: so they yeah. can have? I think I knew
4: that. Them. I think that, like it, don't they have like an inner jaw as well as an outer jaw?
1: Heck yeah, they do. Ew! Hey, so, wow. I know moray stuff. Moray eels are the uh, like the eels from Little Mermaid, Flo- floats them and jets them. Those are moray eels.
2: Aw, oh, I kind of and... fucks with them. They're cute.
1: If you've ever seen the movie Alien, the Xenomorphs in there, how they have that little mouth that comes out. They're based oh, off of Moray yeah. eels. The outer mouth that the Moray eel has, it just it's just to clamp onto stuff. It's just to hold things. It don't do nothing. It's the, the hands. it's the inner mouth that then comes up and starts taking chunks out of whatever it's holding. Chunks. Yeah. Sea Life Man. It's sea Life is weird. Different. I suggest that
3: if you haven't watched it, you guys should watch the second episode of Blue Planet on the Deep Sea. I'm ready. It's amazing, and the animals all look like aliens.
4: That's kind of where I was going to head with that. I'm like, I haven't seen that, but I definitely am interested. And there's also plenty of theories that aliens... Uh, do you live in the sea as well. What? I'm so into that.
2: Yeah, I mean, it would make sense because we know jack shit about the ocean.
3: Yeah, for real.
4: I mean, I feel like that's half of it, too. It's like, what are the two places that we know the least about? The deep ocean and outer space. And... The deep ocean is actually like semi-accessible, probably not the deepest bits, but like who knows what's been hiding down there since like the dawning of the planet. Who knows?
0: Ooh.
1: It's a megalodon.
0: <laughs> Classic. Um there's so much weird shit in the ocean. I spent a lot of my time recently researching what's called bioluminescence. Um, which is impossible to spell.
2: <laughs> it's a lot of X's um, and C's, I'd imagine.
0: Yeah, but a lot of E's in there. Regardless, it's cool as fuck, and um, they're most like I think people most commonly know about bioluminescence because on a lot of the beaches in California, um, at nighttime they start glowing, like the sand and the waves and stuff, and so of course people are really like what's going on that's pretty wild so lo and behold science came through and was like these little bioluminescent plankton and isn't that adorable like small creatures ever and they're just here to light up the night (laughs) actually it's they're like preserving themselves from being eaten by predators but it's cool same thing (laughs) we can be selfish about it. So yeah, um I actually found out a lot of really neat things. Um I feel like Amelia and Tosh are pretty pretty right in not trusting shrimp. Thank you. Because yeah. in <laughs> in my research, lo and behold, I found out that there are like some species of shrimp And also, like, little squids that will throw up, like, glow stick liquid on their predators. (laughs) If, like, they come to attack them, they're like, bitch, I'm going to throw up glow stick on you. Get out of my face. Um, And so they do. And then their predators swim off and leave them alone. And they're able to escape. And I just think that's beautiful. (laughs) I mean,
2: yeah, to be fair, it's kind of like that pepper spray that has dye in it. (laughs) So you can mark the offender.
0: (laughs) It's literally what it is. I wonder if that's where the idea came from, like, honestly. For, like,
2: die packets on money, too, and, like, garments.
0: Yeah, Mm. absolutely. Like, I just feel like we do a really good job at, like, observing nature and seeing what works for them and being like, all right, I feel like this is a way to catch... Predators for humans as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that show is doing it wrong entirely. <laughs> what? To catch a predator? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. All they need is some little shrimp, big shrimp energy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> big shrimp. Isn't that an oxymoron?
0: Yeah, I guess it, it kind of totally is. Totally is.
1: Love it. I think it depends on how you look at it. You figure if you're using shrimp as an adjective to describe something small, then yes, but a shrimp in and of itself is a creature, and it could possibly exist where there's a large creature that just happens to typically be small.
2: Don't you speak that into existence?
1: (laughs) Would you rather fight one giant shrimp or a hundred mini shrimps? None, I'm out.
4: Yeah, I would
2: just kill myself. I'm sorry that's <laughs> insensitive really? but you know what I mean I would just dip I don't know I would leave
0: okay so Amelia and Tosh are in the submarine they fuck off to the submarine <laughs> and we're left to fight them
4: don't worry I'll pick you up Amelia I got you
3: thank you th- I would
0: fight with big
1: shrimp
3: I would go with a lot of little ones
1: Ooh, then you get to cook them and eat them
3: it, that's exactly what I'm thinking
0: Ew. I guess <laughs> <you're reaching out laughs> oh, this is great. This is fantastic. Um yeah, I don't know. The ocean's weird. The Earth is weird. There are probably aliens in the ocean. And I'm over here thinking about conspiracy theories like they want us to believe that the aliens are in space because that'll distract us from really figuring out that they're in the ocean.
2: That's actually very smart. I didn't even know that. I not believe it.
4: Don't get me started.
0: <laughs> Sounds like we have another episode brewing here. Yes. Oh, boy. I think that's the smartest thing I've said all day. <laughs> 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 Conspiracy theory. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you for the sound effects. Always. Uh, but yeah, I think, I don't know, there's so many cool things. And the bioluminescent stuff, like, there is a lot of research going into, like, kind of how you're we talking about with, like, the pepper spray that, like, inks people so that, like, they could, like, if someone's attacked, they can, like, report their predator or whatever. Um, like, I think we just take a lot of stuff from nature and make it useful to ourselves. And, like, another example of that with the bioluminescence is um, there's a lot of research being done on how to um, put the bioluminescence, like, their chemistry into plants. So, like, to um, decrease the need for pesticides and hoping that, like, the light will off-put any, like, um, pests or anything for crops. What? right science is fucking wild dude my immediate
1: Um, thought was batman and poison ivy that sounds that sounds like where we should be worried about
0: holy shit tell me more
1: not man you start like experimenting with the plants so they can better adapt and protect themselves and then suddenly they're eating humans
2: i mean we deserve it at this point
1: i mean yeah but i still want to live (laughs)
0: Oh man, that would be, that's absolutely wild. I didn't think about that, and now that's all I'm gonna think about. Any You're <laughs> as always, thanks, Luke. Um, that's what I'm here for. Always. But the other thing that they are doing that I thought was really cool and worth mentioning was that they're trying to figure out how to also put it into trees so that they can be used instead of, like, um, street lamps. Oh, my God. Like, like, cut down on electricity and whatnot.
2: Are the, like, makers of the Electric Daisy Festival the ones doing this research? Because I can't imagine a scientist in a lab coat being like, hmm, yes, let's see if this tree takes to this fake light.
0: <laughs> it's not fake. It's bioluminescence, Amelia. <laughs>
2: Well, like, why? Okay. Hold on. So you said it was plankton. So that's why when you see videos of bioluminescence, it's like the waves crashing on the shore and they're glowing like in Moana.
0: Exactly.
2: Okay. <laughs> it's so good. It's just so good.
0: It's oh, I just love that now.
2: But like, why, how would plankton, how would that deter predators from plankton? Cause they, they're like self-conscious and don't want the light on them when they eat or something? I'm confused.
0: No, I think it's just like, oh, I'm not going to eat that cuz it might be toxic. Like mm. kind of like how butterf- butterf- <laughs> how butterflies and like caterpillars and stuff when they're brightly colored a lot of times they aren't actually poisonous, but they're colored that way so that birds think twice about eating them.
1: I never don't knew that. do they up. spray this on the predator?
0: No, 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 no. That's the shrimp and the little squid. The plankton are by Oh, 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 The predators. I follow a lot of biologists um, on Instagram, so a lot of really random facts in my brain about stuff that I usually don't need.
2: That's amazing. I love that you do that.
0: Thanks. It's um, you know, it's how I fill my days now that I am unemployed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got to do something. At least that's productive.
0: I I guess <laughs> you're right. <laughs> it's interesting, and it will come in handy if I get to teach summer camp. So that's a plus. You're always looking on the bright side, Amelia. S-
2: sometimes. <laughs> Only for my friends. Everything else, dark side.
1: Bright side. Bioluminescence. <laughs>
0: Pun master. Leave it to you.
1: See what I did there.
2: Ugh. Uh, uh, I love glow sticks. Um, <laughs> did I ever tell you guys the story about when I went to see Skrillex like 10 years ago?
4: what funny because so, i also saw skrillex like 10 years ago
2: did you see that him at the palladium
4: yes in western I,
2: yeah i guess yeah. we were probably at the same show yeah so i bring that up because i was there and this girl came up to me and my boyfriend at the time and was like have you seen molly and i was like uh have we seen Mo- no we don't know any mollies we're sorry and she looked pissed and huffed and puffed and like scattered away and I later learned that she was referring to drugs but also um, my glow stick I had a bunch of glow sticks on me because of course you do because it's Skrillex and dubstep was still a thing and I broke one of them and the liquid started coming out and I was like oh my god this is fucking amazing so I started like I cracked it so that there were more breaks in the tubing and then I started like whipping it on my clothes and stuff so it was like a Jackson Pollock like free for all with glowy liquid only to find out that it turns out there's tiny little glass capsules in the tube. So when you crack a glow stick, you're just cracking the glass to activate the liquid. So there were just little tiny shards of glass all over me.
1: Wow. Day I learned,
2: <laughs> right? See? Why don't they tell, why don't they tell you that? Like if I accidentally broke a glow stick as an 18 year old well, legal adult, I guess. Like we just give kids glow sticks all the time. We're like, Yeah, just don't choke on it, I guess, maybe. But there's glass in there.
0: Um I so the only reason I knew that is because when I was like sixteen, seventeen, I was in a photography class and um I decided that my photo shoot was going to be like at night with glow sticks. And I did pretty much the same thing you did, but like made a bunch of my friends do it. I (laughs) say it by two friends, but anyway, I I made them like crack open the glow sticks and do the same thing. They're like, dude, you know, there's like glass in here, right? And I'm like, what?
2: When did they teach people that? that? Did I miss that class of like
4: growing up? I don't understand. Well, I missed that class until today. So thank you for enlightening.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was so fun. I'm still alive. You're still alive. It's all good. I didn't put it in my mouth. That's
2: I thought fine. about it, though. That's the problem.
0: <laughs> Why?
2: I don't know. Wouldn't it be cool to be in a dark room with a glowing mouth?
1: It's so that way she can vomit it upon her enemies, and yeah. so that would be marked, obviously. Thank
2: you, Luke, that's exactly, I'm sure, what I was thinking at Skrillex. Also, I can't believe... My ex and I literally thought this girl was looking for her girlfriend named Molly. Uh, The code, I don't, I've never been hip with the times, but that is still so embarrassing to me that I didn't realize what she was looking for.
4: That's hilarious, first of all, because we probably talked to the same girl. Um, (laughs) (laughs) First of all, I wasn't at this concert for my own enjoyment. (laughs) I was bringing my little sister and her boyfriend to it. And I had to be 100% sober and drive them to Worcester, all the way back to Manchester, New Hampshire. And I was just like, "Wow, my mom bought the tickets without asking me if I would take them." And I was like, Mm -hmm. "All right, like I got to make the best of this, right?" So I'm end up just dancing to the music. What else am I going to do? That concert was literally like six hours long. It really was a festival. It was, and this girl comes up and is like. I think she asked the same thing. I can't remember at this point. And I was just like, no, like, just because I look like (laughs) I'm having a good time doesn't mean I'm fucking on drugs. But hey, that was the times, man. It really
1: was. If it's any consolation, I also thought that they were legitimately looking for a person.
0: (laughs) So precious. Right? (laughs) Y'all are so precious. <laughs> do I just always think the worst of people? Not that it's a bad thing. I mean, you do you. Yeah. Whatever. But I'm just like, oh, Molly, that's a drug.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just more like aware. I'm pretty consistently not aware of my surroundings, of my company, of of a lot of things.
0: It's <laughs> The anxiety, mm. I think. But thank you, I I appreciate that, and I'll I'll take it as a compliment.
2: Yes, please do.
0: <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, does anybody else have anything to say? Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna say that's probs a no.
1: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I always have something to say, but. That doesn't mean I should say.
0: Well, now you have to, because now I want to (laughs) know.
1: I mean, I didn't have anything specific, but uh, did you know if you removed all the veins from a person's body and laid it end to end that uh, you'd be a murderer?
0: (laughs) I did know that, but But not from personal experience.
1: But did you know that if everyone linked arms around the equator, many would drown?
2: Oh,
0: my God. I feel it. I'm so sorry, guys. I think I've gotten us into a bit of a pickle here.
1: But did you know, if you stacked elephants from here to the moon, many would float away?
2: That'd be so cute looking if they weren't dying. Like, they're just floating around. So happy to be free of the weight that the joints usually have to carry. That'd be nice.
0: I'm very much picturing... um... What is that thing from that movie?
1: Oh, yeah, def- 100%. Totally.
0: <laughs> Listen, I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. I just have to find the words. Um, hef- hef-a-
2: Heffalumps? Yes! From Winnie with the, the po- Pooh.
0: Winnie the Pooh! That's all I picture when I hear that pun.
2: Heffalumps and woozles. They're very confusals.
0: Exactly. And I just picture them floating up whenever Luke says that pun because that's pretty much the only person I've ever heard say that pun.
2: I can't believe you've heard that more than once. That is so impressive.
1: I kind of go through this bit a a good amount.
2: (laughs) Again,
0: it's only been from Luke I've heard
2: (laughs) it. Reduce, reuse, recycle, my man.
1: (laughs) But did you know that's.